So now I can be heard clearly. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good to be back uh, to serve with you again. I remember four years ago, 2009, around the same time, during uh, missions emphasis time, we had the opportunity of coming to uh, share our ministries with you and to open the word of God also with you. So we are thankful to the Lord that you've prayed with us and is giving us this opportunity to come back again. And thank you, Pastor John, for also letting me uh, honor the Lord, uh, be the Lord's linguist through your pulpit this morning. We want to thank all of you for uh, supporting us materially and especially providing the greatest tool every missionary needs on the field, and that is prayer. I always tell my wife, we tell uh, our people back home, and even when we met with the missionary uh, team, I made them to know that we really appreciate that. Almost every month, they will ask us, uh, even though they keep praying for us, we have some people specifically praying for us, which we know, but is there any special prayer need? And that blesses our heart so much. So thank you very much. And uh, again, we are happy to be here with you during this month of mission emphasis. Paul said something in Colossians chapter 1 and the first three verses. And he said, you are people that I will never forget in prayer for three reasons because of their faith in Christ. That's number one. And secondly, because of their love to all saints. And when we say all saints, talking about the body of Christ, not just in America, but even other areas around the globe, uh, up to Africa and Ghana, and even to be extended to us doing the ministry together. Thank you so much for your love for all Christians or all the saved. And then the third one, uh, the reason that he never forgot about him was uh, their faith, their hope in heaven. Their hope in heaven. I believe whatever we are doing, we are doing it because we know someday the Lord will tap us on our shoulder and give us our rewards. So thank you very much for doing that. Now this morning, <clears throat> being the Mission Emphasis Month, uh, I think uh, all of us know what missions is. That is the heartbeat of the Lord for the fact that he died to save us and he wants everybody to know. In Second Peter chapter 2 and the ninth verse, we are told that God uh, is, the Lord is not slack, you know, as uh, concerning his promise, as sometimes some people do think that he's slacking, but he is unforgiving, I mean, that, that forgiving spirit, and uh, uh, the fact that he does not want anybody to perish. That is the reason why you and I need to go and tell other people. And that is missions. And when it comes to uh, 
why then of course we need because of this because of this even when he was being taken to glory he told us that we should go ye therefore into all the world all places and minister to him now your place in it where do I fit in this morning instead of individuals where you fit I would say where do we as a local church fit in and if we are going to be fitted in very well then of course there are some things that we need to do to keep us going as a local church I'm going to share with you this morning uh, uh, a message from God's word in the first book of the Bible which is Genesis chapter 11 the first nine verses Genesis chapter 11 the first nine verses I believe you are there with me and it says and the whole world was of one language and of one speech and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shanai and they dwelt there and they said one to another go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly and they had brick for slime and brick for stone and slime they had also for mortar and they said go to let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach to heaven and let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad the face of the earth the whole earth and the Lord came down to see the city that and the tower which the children of men builded and the Lord said behold the people is one and thus they have and they all have one language and thus they begin to do and now nothing would restrain from them which they have imagined to do verse 7 go to let us go down and there confound their language and uh, the Lord says they came down and confounded their language so the Lord scattered the people abroad the face of the earth and they left off building the city let's just uh, end on the 7th or 8th verse shall we seek the spiritfulness Heavenly Father thank you this morning for this wonderful day you've given to us thank you for the worship thank you God our hearts are blessed and now as we dive into your word we know your word is your mind for all of us to rule our lives as we live on this earth here bless our hearts speak through me make me humble to the hearing of the people that your name may be praised in Jesus name Amen this morning I want to share with you fourfold ingredients uh, that will develop successful organization successful organization the local church is uh, an organized body in fact the body of Christ is a living organism but I think in all localities we have uh, some group somewhere to honor the Lord to do what he expects us to do and uh, with 
Alfred Almond Bible Church group is an organized body. Now, this morning we shared some fourfold ingredients that will help to develop to make us a successful organization. It could be even your work, the work that you do at home. You need, if you will consider these principles, I'm very sure it will help in a way. So, we see these people, the mindset, they had a, 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 a good plan. They were planning to build a tower that its top will reach to heaven. And how did they do it? They had a good plan. Even though uh, uh, the end result or the brain behind the plan was not that good, but at least the structure, the way they started going, if we will go the same way, I'm very sure everything will go well for us. In verses 3 and 4, it says, And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone and slime they had also for mortar. And verse 4, they said one to another, Let us uh, build a tower whose top will reach to heaven. And let us make us a name. Of course, we'll come on that a little bit. But when you see this, you see that they were committed to work on a goal. They had a goal. And they were committed to work on that goal. What is the goal of the local church? The goal of the local church is threefold. Evangelism to evangelize, edification to edify each other, and glorification to glorify God. Thank God for the songs we sang to glorify him and everything we have done here. This is our goal. Now, are we committed to this goal? Are we committed to this goal? When it comes to the first one, evangelism, that is missions. Missions. Why missions? In Romans chapter 10, verses 14 and 15, we see here, how can the unsaved, that God does not want them to perish, how can they hear the word of God? The only way they will hear the word of God is that some must be sent to them. Some must be sent to them. Are you committed to helping the church or maybe the joy on your heart, letting somebody else have the same joy? Evangelism. The average church sits down, all people sit down and they think the outreach ministry is the work of the pastor. That is not. It is not the work of the pastor alone or maybe the leadership and deacons. It's every saved person's responsibility. The great commission was given to each one of us that have been saved. And that is the purpose of the church. Evangelism. And thank God you are doing it. But are you also involved? In Ghana, because of our weather condition, we have opportunity of going out two by two, just as the Lord grouped the disciples and sent them to go and to other places like that. I know over here, some time of the year, uh, condition does not permit you even to do that. But I think there are other ways that you can also do it. There are other ways that you can also do it, and I believe you are doing it. I will committed to that goal of the church, evangelization. 
Thank God you do faith promise. If you cannot go, your money could push somebody to go. And I thank God your funds, your sacrifice has caused us to do what we are doing over there as some of you saw this morning and even has enabled us to come and to be with you over here today. Then edification. When you read Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12, the gifts that the Lord gave us, and even as seen in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he did not give give us the gifts to sit on it, to bluff with it, or whatever the case may be, but some pastors, evangelists, and this spirit of wisdom and the like, he gave all of us to be able to edify, to build up one another. Whatever you are doing, you are doing it to build up one another. That is edification. And that is, are you committed in that? What part are you playing in the church? Singing, doing whatever gift the Lord has given you. Use it now or you will lose it sometime. Use it now. So, uh, evangelization, edification, and of course, glorification. Glorifying God. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 31 says, Whatsoever therefore you eat, or drink, or even do, or say, anything, do it to the glory of God. Are you doing it to the glory of God? These people had, they were committed to the goal, even though they had a flaw. So we see the focus. They were focused to what they need to do. And then secondly, uh, the second ingredient, we see unity among the people. In verse 6, verse 6 it says, uh, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And what they have thought of doing, nothing will restrain them. Beloved, unity is important in every organization. The early church in Acts chapter 2, that, that, that was their secret. The secret of its effectiveness, its growth, which called the Lord to add to the church always was what? Unity. They were all united. Are we united? This time you go to church and family, friends, and cliques, and this and that, bodies, and here and there, and everything like that. Let us be united and keep going. And I'm very sure uh, it's, it, it, it will help us to keep going as the Lord tells us. Commitment to work on our goal. And secondly, unity amongst the people. Unity amongst us. The third ingredient that we see is an effective communication system. Effective communication system. Fortitude, as we see. They said in verse, uh, in verse one and then six, uh, uh, the same as we've just read. It said, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Beloved, all of us may not see the same thing, but when we come to Christ, we have to think the same thing, mind the same thing, make the same judgments, and talk the same thing. 
our speech, our speech, as we see in Colossians chapter 4 verse 6, should be seasoned with salt. We should talk seasonably. That will help somebody to even be encouraged, even in the Lord. An effective communication system. Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning with 10 through 17, said he was thankful to the Lord that nobody baptized anybody into him. But we baptized into the Lord Jesus Christ. There was schism, clicks in the church. They were not minding the same thing. In, 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 in some local churches, even in my own churches, just before we came, when the disciplinary action is effected, where we should have the same judgment, then you see some people form, uh, uh, instead of the Bible telling us to encourage the fallen brother, we go there and gossip with them. And then at the end of the day, the pastor become the bad guy. I will continue to be the bad guy for Christ's sake. But if we have an effective communication system, I'm very sure everything will go well as the way it should go. That is the third ingredient. So, ingredient number one that will help us to build an effective organization is commitment to the goal that we have. The goal of evangelism the goal of edification, building ourselves up one another, and the goal of glorification. Whatever we do, we should do it to the glory of God. And that is every person's responsibility. And then unity among the people and an effective communication. The last one, which in fact I may stay a little bit longer on it, and very short time uh, will also permit us to do that. Doing the will of God. Doing the will of God. These people, when you look at the whole story, you will see that that, that was their flaw. They were not doing to the glory of God. He says, let us build that. They were focused, but let's do it to make us what? A name. To make us a name. We are not serving God to make name for ourselves or even the church, but we are doing it to the glory of God. That means they did not see God's will in what they did. Doing God's will is important. And if we will seek God's will, that Lord, whatever we are doing, we are doing for your sake. If we are giving, we are giving for the sake of the great commission for others to be saved. We are doing it to your glory. Then, of course, God will bless it. Otherwise, he will confuse the tongues, persecution will come, and then a lot of things will happen. These people had a flaw simply because they did not do it in the will of God and to the glory of God. Turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. If you all please, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and beginning with verse 15. But before we even do that, we see Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15 tells us that be ye not unwise, but be ye 
understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be ye not unwise at understanding what the Lord, the will of the Lord is. In verse 15 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it says, See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but every man follow that which is good, both amongst yourselves and to all men. Then in verse 16, it says, Rejoice evermore. Rejoice evermore. Do you have joy in your heart? Paul and Silas were put in chains in prison for the sake of serving the Lord. But over there in prison, what did they do? They said, we got to rejoice in the Lord. We are in chains for Christ's sake. And they rejoiced. And they started singing. And I think God joined them. As a third person, the voice of God came and that shook the whole building and windows were open, all the gates were open and the jailer that was keeping them got up. I think he must have been dozing for a while but when he got up, said, wow, what are the people? They are all gone. Oh. And so he drew his sword and ready to just amputate his head. Because it was law that if a prisoner is escaped in your hand, you may have taken bribe to let him go or whatever the case may be. So you will face execution yourself. So he didn't want to uh, be make a public nuisance or whatever the case may be before even he died. So he wanted to finish himself. And as soon as he drew the sword, hey, Paul said, hey, my friend, what are you doing? We are here. Here am I. Here is my friend. Ah, what kind of God do you serve? Nobody will have this chance to refuse to make use of it. Tell me about this God. And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and what? Thou shalt be saved. Beloved, there is power in rejoicing for God. Do you have joy in your heart? Some of us come to church, long face and all that. Rejoice in your heart. Secondly, he said, pray without ceasing. Samuel says, he will not cease to pray. It will be sin for him to even cease praying for people. And that I know you do it a lot over here. Praying for people. And that is the will of God. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. Romans 8.28 says, For all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Especially those that are the called in the Lord. All things work together for good. A story is told of uh, two young people <clears throat> ready to go to catch train to go somewhere. They were buddies. They were friends. And so the other one came. Are we ready to go? Yes. Then whilst going, this other one fought, hit a stone. And ah, wow, my boy. And boom, the train 
is sounding to leave in some few seconds. So this one, instead of taking time to, uh, I mean, I mean, help his friend, said, well, you take care of your trouble. When you finish, you come. So jumping, and before he could cross the road to go to the other side, car hit him, and he died right there. And when his friend heard the noise, oh, 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 people wailing and yelling and everything, he went just like that. And he saw his friend, uh, he said, oh God, thank you for even holding my leg to hit a stone. Thank you for the pain I felt, which caused me, otherwise I would have been dead like my friend. Are you thankful to God for everything that you do? Then it tells us that in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, pray without ceasing, and uh, rejoice evermore. Are you rejoicing in the Lord? God is good. We say it all the time, and all the time, God is God. So if we put all these ingredients together, we will not be lonely. Christ is with us in everything that we do. I'm very sure it will work out for us. What is the part you are playing in your missions program? All of us, as a local church, as an organized body, we need to find some way to help each one of us, to help the leadership to keep us going. That is, working, commitment to work on our goal. Otherwise, I'm very sure things wouldn't go the way it ought to go. You are praying for us, and we also pray for you. Out there. And we always rejoice that we have friends like you. And so our prayer is that you may also build up to be an effective body that will keep standing behind us to also build some other organized bodies. I preached this. In fact, in, in, at home, it took me about four months, uh, four weeks to preach, go through this because I was considering every ingredient. I dive into it one by one, one by one. And it helps us a lot. And uh, I hope this will also help you to be able to put things together. If I've given you the skeleton, go and dive into your word of God and put some flesh into it and be somebody that will help your local church for everything to go well. So again, I want to thank you all for especially... Pastor John, for allowing me to be able to open the word of God this morning to be of an encouragement to you. Thank you and God bless you.